Welcome to A Teaspoon of Healing. I'm your host, Dawn Damari. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, and you're listening to another episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. Today, I have a guest with me, Vicki Roncero. Vicki is a Reiki master teacher, and Vicki is returning to the podcast. She was a previous guest a few years ago. Hi, Vicki. Hi, Dawn. It's so nice to be back. It's so nice to have you back. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. Great. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. So when this episode is released, it's... Actually, I'm going to start that over. So it's it's a new year. Let me just say it without laughing because it sounds ridiculous. (laughs) Well, it's January and it's the start of a new year. And a lot of people at this time of year, a lot of us think about new beginnings, think about how we can do things differently, what worked last year, what didn't. And one of the things I was hoping to talk about with you today is just starting off the year with a positive mindset and keeping a positive mindset, and no matter what, no matter what we see on the news or even just opening up, just go, going on our phones, you know, there's a lot of negativity being blasted at us. So just how to, I guess I was going to ask you before we jump into anything, how, what suggestions do you have for people and how to... Maintain a positive, yeah, to stay positive. And do you have any? Sure, absolutely. I feel like it's 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 such a, like you said, we're bombarded with negative, dark energy all the time in many different ways. And it's it's easy to get sucked into that and to just feel like, you know, the world is ending and life is terrible and to just kind of feel like this gloom and doom all around us. And I feel like in those times, that's when it's most important to try to find some positivity, some light within yourself, which is why for me as a Reiki healer, I'm always working with the idea of introducing even just a little bit of light to a dark situation. Like if you visualize a room that's literally dark and you turn on a tiny nightlight, suddenly just that that little bit of light that's in the room shifts the energy of the room and changes it and the room is no longer dark. So I like to try to use visuals like that with clients to just say, you know, you don't have to expect miracles. You don't have to feel happy and, and joyful at a time when maybe it's too difficult, but start small. Just try to find a little bit of positivity, a little bit of light, something that sparks you. And if you don't have that, even when times are tough, you're not igniting the energy of positivity within yourself. So some people feel like, well, but how could I try to be joyful at a time like this? Or, you know, I work with a lot of people who are grieving and they're moving through the loss of a loved one. And how can I feel How can I feel any joy at this moment? But the truth is that's kind of the times when you need to find it the most because you need to spark that light because like energy attracts like energy. And just that tiny bit of light can then bring in more and more light and you can find yourself in a different vibration. So I work with people, I have them do, I know it sounds like a silly exercise, but if you can, before you go to sleep, keep like a pad of paper and a pen under your bed and literally just write down three things in the day that you're grateful for. And it could be something ridiculous, like I got a great spotted target today or my 
pasta was really good or, you know, my daughter called me or just things that, you know, made you feel good in the moment. And even if you struggle to find those three things, but you write them down and then you put it under your bed and you go to sleep, you're forcing your subconscious to enter into a positive mindset, to enter into a positive energy. And you're drifting off to sleep with that positive vibe. And so it slowly over time brings you back to positivity and you'll find yourself as the nights go on, it's not difficult anymore to write three things. Maybe you're writing six things, 10 things, you know, and you're slowly realizing that with every single day, no matter what's going on outside, there's always reason to find awe. There's always wonderment in the everyday. There's always wonderment to be found in nature, in human connection. And when you start to really take the time and make those connections and connect with that energy, you can spark that light within you. That's wonderful. I really like what you brought up, the exercise of having a pad of paper by your bed and writing down three things you were grateful for that day. Because you yeah. often hear about doing that in the morning. I like that because it's a recap of the day and it puts you in a positive mindset when you go to sleep. Right. And that's when like the subconscious is kicking in, in your dream state. And a lot of times when you go to sleep and you're going to sleep angry or you're going to sleep just after watching something on television that was very heavy, mm-hmm. you're not sleeping the same way. You're more restless. You're having like that energy within your subconscious is maybe taking you to a lower vibration. You want to try to be introducing some positive energy into your field so that you're, you're connecting with more positivity. Well, that's wonderful. And so do you have any experiences you want to share from your life where you've had to really work at, I don't know about work at, but really try to cultivate a positive mindset in the sure. face of perhaps yeah, the challenges or negativity. Yeah, it's not always easy to be the person who's like, you know, working with clients and trying to get them to see light and darkness. And a lot of people are also, sometimes they think that working with Reiki is like, oh, you always have to be positive. But sometimes it's about allowing what is. It's about realizing that like we all have that kind of yin and yang, that polarity within us. And there's good days and bad days. There's good moments, moment to moment. You can be experiencing different feelings and emotions. And if you don't allow them and acknowledge them and move through them, then they can get stuck and later become in your energy body. They can start to affect your physical or your mental health, which is why I love doing Reiki so much because we're trying to move those feelings and emotions, bring light to that darkness and shift that. But it's not about like, oh, every day is positive because it's not. It's life is not that way. And in those moments where you have to dig deep and try to find that, those moments and to get yourself back in that energy of positivity is when, you know, it can be a struggle, but that's when the work and the practice is really important. And for me, it was interesting because... um, This fall, I was working for, you know, many days in a row and I finally had a day off and I just said, oh, I'm going to go for a really nice walk. It's a beautiful day out. And I was just out for a normal average walk and I fell and I had a pretty bad fall. I fell and I hit my head and I fractured my elbow. And it was this like embarrassing moment of like, 
you feel like suddenly everything's slow motion and you're falling and you're like, oh no, there's the pavement and bam, you know? And so this really nice person who was driving by stopped her car, called 911, got me to the hospital. The ambulance came. It was like quite a show. And I was sitting in the emergency room with a big giant, like, you know, gash on my head and feeling like, oh my God, I can't believe I fell and hit my head. And my arm was killing me. And I had this fractured elbow and a sprained wrist. And of course it was my right arm that I do everything with. And I just sat there feeling like, oh my gosh, how could this happen to me? This can't be real. How long is this going to take to heal? And I started worrying about what this was going to mean and how much work I was going to lose because of this. And all those different worries started to flood in. And in that moment, I just sat there and breathed and kind of took some deep breaths and realized that like it could have been a lot worse. I could have really broken something badly. I really could have lost consciousness. And it's it's really difficult to find those moments when something bad happens. It's easier to just say, oh, this is so horrible. I can't believe this happened to me. And then kind of get down that rabbit hole of, you know, feeling sorry for yourself and mm-hmm. feeling like everything's awful. But when you try to force yourself to really think of the gratitude, even in moments like that, even when, you know, you're sitting there feeling hopeless and like knowing that you have some healing ahead of you to just take a moment and to really be grateful for, okay, well, it could have been worse and something worse could have happened and I'm here and I'm conscious and everything's okay and I'm going to be fine. And then that kind of gets you back into a positive energy. And I think it's important to always have that positive mindset because then when you enter into you know, I had to start like six weeks of physical therapy. And if you kind of enter into that therapy with like kind of a negative attitude, I don't think you have the same results. I think at the end of the day, it's really about the attitude going in because I think the healing comes from within us. And the more connected you are to that positive mindset, the quicker you see the results that you're looking for. So that was kind of, I really literally felt like I got knocked down and needed that kind of reminder for my own self because you can be teaching that and preaching that and that can be the, um, you know, the field you've entered into, but then it's also when you experience it firsthand and then you move through it, it kind of reminds you that life is your greatest teacher and you don't know when those teachable moments are going to happen. Absolutely. Wow. That's a, an inspiring story. It must've been very scary to have, you know, you're just out taking a walk on your day off or just some time off and enjoying the, the nature. And then this happens. And yeah. I know when you, when you're sitting in the emergency room or just when you're injured or when like I had the seat earlier last year, had a car accident, nothing major. Somebody just yeah. ran b- backed into me in a parking lot. So it wasn't anything major, but just, oh no. And it really was a big inconvenience, but you can really get into a spiral of just thinking, yeah. oh no, about everything negative now that's going to happen after that. Right. Exactly. And it applies to like everything. Like like when I'm working, most of the people that I work with are working through life changes, like whether they've recently had a breakup or they lost a loved one or they got 
let go from a job. And these things are usually not expected. Like, you know, nobody really expects these big life events that kind of just really rock your world and, you know, upset that energy of like your root chakra and your grounding. And when you're in that position, you know, that's when it's most important to really be able to have a practice that you could pull in and kind of dig deep and, and, get to that place of resilience where you realize that this is temporary and, you know, I'm going to be fine. And I'm fortunate that it was in a worse situation. So it's, I feel like it's always these life lessons that kind of root you and ground you back into that idea of this practice being essential. It definitely is. Definitely is. And you had mentioned earlier gratitude and it's just being a, such an important piece of it. And how have you seen that work in your life? Well, it was very interesting during COVID. I felt like, um, you know, I've been doing Reiki long before COVID. And one of the ways that I, I work with Reiki is through distance healings. Like, And a lot of people who were my clients who would come in regularly, they, um, you know, they would, they would get used to doing physical hands-on Reiki. They weren't used to distance Reiki. And I had clients that did distance Reiki that were, you know, in different parts of the world. But when COVID happened, it was all of a sudden when the world was forced to kind of shut down and isolate, there were different people with different levels of, you know, gratitude and not gratitude. (laughs) Like it was interesting to see that there was this great equalizer that, you know, people who maybe would think, in the beginning, they were like, oh my gosh, how can this be happening? My kid has online school. He's being robbed of his senior year. He's not going to have a prom. And then like we get deeper into it and there's people starting to like die and lose loved ones and hospitals are over, you know, packed to the capacity and, and there's not enough ventilators. Like there were problems that were far greater than like a prom or a missed mm-hmm. senior year. But the truth is that everybody's individual experience and what they feel as like loss or what they show a lack of gratitude for, it shows up different for everyone. It doesn't mean that like you missed a trip. Well, that, that might've been very heartbreaking. Maybe you planned that trip for years and your family was finally going to have some time together. And that was suddenly taken from you. So It was a time in our world where it was really important to get really connected with gratitude and to really realize that, like, these are all things that, you know, obviously this was a huge experience that nobody would have ever anticipated. It was a huge lesson in that resilience that we were just talking about. And what kind of was very grounding was to connect with gratitude, like, as hard as it was to see the light, to see the things that were positive, to see that, you know, you did have your health or you did have your loved ones, or you did have, you know, an experience that was not as bad as it could have been. Like it was, it was really a trying time for a lot of people. And I just felt like as someone who's very sensitive to energy, that was just a very, a very huge global experience in gratitude and and the energy of the importance of of that and coming together and being able to be positive at a time where you don't really know what's happening and you don't really know how long it's going to last and it was a, a big lesson in gratitude that I felt like the connecting with that energy was helpful during that time 
And um, I don't know why that's coming up for me. I know that's like a while ago now, oh, but <laughs> I did this project at the time, just kind of um, out of curiosity, I offered distance healing and I held up a little, like in Reiki, you have these grids. They look kind of like a, a, a big giant, like doily made of wood. And I was holding it up and I just said, um, I'd like to offer distance healing for anyone who's feeling lonely or isolated or nervous or scared. And the first night on Facebook, 28 people signed up and I thought, oh, this is so great. I'm going to write their names. And then the next day I posted it and those 28 people all texted me or emailed me and said, thank you. I saw my name. That was very healing and comforting. And over the next eight weeks, it grew from 28 people on that grid to over 6,000 people. Wow. It was really kind of crazy to me because there were people reaching out from Italy, from Ireland, from all different countries, and they were sending me messages on Facebook, total strangers that were just saying to see this Facebook post and to see these lights. Each time someone would sign up, I was putting like another name and another light. And then once I got to like a couple hundred lights, I couldn't fit anymore. I just kept putting more and more names. But um, it was just crazy to see it grow from like the one initial grid to like 12 grids on my living room floor. And because we were in isolation, I couldn't go and buy more of the grids. I had to Mm -hmm. make them out of pizza boxes and cereal boxes. And I was just making them and putting them on the floor and filling them with light and names and doing the distance healing every night. And people were, people were writing with such positivity saying, thanks for giving us a place to tune in each night, to see this light grow, to feel connected to this faith, to feel connected to something positive. It's nice to see the numbers growing on this grid while, you know, the number of victims are growing while this darkness is happening. Yes. And so it's just, um, again, it's kind of like that, that idea of like light and dark and how if you allow the light, the light will always win because just letting some light in and connecting with that light kind of gets rid of that darkness. So that was a, that was a real gratitude journey for me. Like I was feeling the, that connection with that grid project. It was pretty powerful. That sounds wonderful. And like you had said, it seemed, it's, it was a while back, but it really does seem like not long ago to me. Yeah. Like time's gone by so fast. Yeah. And it's still, still, I mean, there's, you know, now at my daughter's high school, there's a lot of kids out with COVID and they're saying, oh, you know, they're posting like, I got COVID for Christmas. And wow. you just feel like, well, this is still very much around. And, it is. you know, regardless of what, people or how they're navigating it. Just that idea that like our world all of a sudden was in this isolated space that we never would have anticipated. And people were searching for ways to find positivity. And it was impossible to feel grateful because you felt like grateful. I can't even get to the gym and I can't even Mm -hmm. this and I can't even that. Everyone was so quick to focus on all the things that were taken from them and that they couldn't do. And it was a real challenge to connect with the energy of gratitude. And then like when you do, that's when I believe that that sparks a positive energy that raises the vibration and brings you to a different space. Absolutely. It really does. And that's a, that's a wonderful thing that you did and a wonderful story. I, it's, it's so helpful for people because like you said, you know, 
many people were just thrown into, we were all, the whole world was thrown yeah. into this at once. And it was such a collective experience and to provide something positive for people to focus on. Yeah. It's just wonderful. And in, in the face of, you know, sickness and isolation and people, yeah. people losing their lives, unfortunately. And now here we are starting this, this brand new year. And I really like to feel like when there's a new year and new energy, you know, a lot of people start the new year setting resolutions and I'm not a big like resolution person. Cause I feel like then you're kind of like, you know, if you're, if you're setting a big goal, like I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year mm-hmm. and then you don't, then you're like so hard on yourself. And then that starts to affect like your self love and it brings you to like a lower vibration. But I feel like it's when people can connect with that energy of that newness, like limitless possibilities and abundance and change. Like it's, it just feels so positive. There's something just about like the ball dropping and a new year that just makes you feel like a clean slate, a new beginning and whatever that might mean for each person. Like maybe this is the year that you're finally writing that book, or this is the year that you're planning that trip or running that marathon. And it's, it's exciting to just kind of you know, have a dream or an intention and just kind of work towards it and, and build that energy and feel that energy growing with the spark of that new year. So I hope that everybody's kind of feeling that working with that new energy and getting into a space of, um, excitement as that momentum builds in them as they look forward instead of looking back and thinking of what, you know, what was, but thinking of, where we've come and what's ahead. I love that. And I love how you framed it more of like, what do you want to do? What do you dream of doing rather than a resolution that holds you to something like, Oh, I'm going to lose 20 pounds or I'm going to, you know, do this or that. Yeah. And then if you don't, then you feel, Oh, like I'm a failure. Not, not that you are, but you, you have, there's that energy of feeling like that. And then that's more negative. Yeah. And it puts a damper on your mood and then you have less, yeah, less likely to probably, try other new things. So right. setting intentions. Exactly. It, it brings you to that space of, like you said, like failing and negative energy. And also that kind of, you know, what I really think just in the same way that gratitude is an energy that can amplify your vibration. I also feel that like self-love is hugely important. Like those are the two biggies when I'm working with people who are saying, you know, oh, I just feel like I'm in darkness and I just can't can't get out of it. The first piece is like, okay, well, write down those three things every day. What are you grateful for? And then then you see that gratitude energy grow. And then the other piece is like self-love. Like everybody always associates self-love with like, oh, going to the spa or getting your weekly manicure or making sure that you work out. But the self-love piece for your energy body, your life force energy, which is what I work with, is your connection to something greater, something deeper, and how how do you feel connected to your your inner self? And you know, realizing that whatever's going on in the exter- external world, if you have a strong connection with what you're feeling inside, your feelings and emotions, and the way you feel about yourself, then that starts to be the energy that you transmit, and then that naturally starts to transmit higher frequencies to you. So it kind of begins with that self-love piece. Like it's really about 
be feeling good about who you are as a soul and not so much about, you know, who you are physically or how you look or, or what your job is, but what's the essence of you? How, how do you feel about the energy you bring? What is it that people think of when they think of you? That kind of, that piece, the piece of the energy that you are and the energy you bring. And when people can kind of enhance and ignite that energy of self-love and do things that make them feel empowered and make them feel really good, then they see things in their life change quite a bit. So if you're entering into the new year and you're saying, oh, this is the year that I'm going to lose all this weight, and then you can't, it's like you're starting to each day just feel like, oh, I failed at this. I didn't do this. I'm mad at myself. And it brings you out of that. If you set an intention and you reach for that intention and you set that goal for yourself and you build the momentum of that energy, you tend to have a very different result. So a lot of it is just really mindset and how to match that frequency so that you can manifest what you're hoping to achieve. That's wonderful. And it's a, it's a really positive way to look at it. I like that. So do you have any advice for back to like cultivating a positive mindset? So for example, you know, people, you know, are online or looking at, you know, news online or even some social media and you just kind of feel yourself, you know, spiraling or you think, oh gosh, look at all these terrible problems in the world. And, and you find yourself in a funk. Do you have any tips on how to use maybe using social media mindfully or using technology mindfully and keeping a positive mindset? Yeah. I, I feel like, um, you know, as with anything, it's like the more you're doing something, if it's like a habit, that's not necessarily good for you, but you just can't break it and you keep mm-hmm. doing it. It's like these things that we know are not so great for us. Like, you know, those little um, reminders on your phone that says, you know, you had an hour and a half of screen time today. And then <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, that's not so bad. And then maybe there's another day where it's like four hours and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. How could I have wasted? <laughs> what was I doing for you know? And it, and it's it's just like anything in moderation. But I I feel like when you're dealing with energy and the energy that something is you know kind of transmitting, it's like it's up to you to kind of set those parameters for yourself. Like if you're somebody who says, "Oh, I'm just I'm just not feeling good. I'm down. I'm not I'm just not myself." And then you're going to sit and like scroll through social media for hours, then it's kind of like you're you're allowing yourself to to pull that into your energy field. But if you say, you know, I'm going to make sure that I take a walk today. And when I take my walk, I'm not even going to listen to a podcast or anything. I'm really going to be present in my walk. I'm really going to notice the clouds and notice the trees and notice the people that pass by and maybe smile at a stranger. And just to kind of get yourself grounded in nature and human connection, rather than allowing yourself to be taken down that rabbit hole of technology. I feel like, you know, Mm -hmm. the more and more that technology continues to explode, there's lots of benefits to like AI, for example, but Mm -hmm. there's also lots of detriment. You know, there's, there's like that human connection and that piece of, um, our connection to each other is, is definitely getting more and more lost. You know, it's just, sometimes I do a, a, test to myself where I'll just take a walk around the park and, 
with my phone in my pocket and my headphones off and I'll just look at how many people are on their phones. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it just, it brings such great sadness. Like you'll see an elderly couple that's both like on their phones. (laughs) You're like, hey guys, wait a minute. (laughs) From your generation, you know, you know, they're both checking. What are they checking? You know, they're there with each other. Like they're not looking in each other's eyes or they're not taking each other in. And, you know, the scariest is when you see like a stroller and there's like, you know, a two-year-old who's literally Mm -hmm. like, on a on a phone and you're like yeah. what they're playing yeah. like some ridiculous game and you know i i just feel like a lot is being lost you know and then how is that two-year-old kid going to be by the time they're 10? Like, they're going to be so reliant on that screen and that technology. And we're, we're completely unaware of what that even means for the, the brain or the eyes or any of that. Like, it's, it's, there hasn't been enough um, years that have gone by to really tell, like, what's going to happen. So I think that it's, it's like anything. It's like when you know that there's things that could create bad habits, you have to put those parameters in place for yourself and know to walk away from it. And I also think that um, people have to be aware of their sensitivities. Like I know some people are real like empaths Mm -hmm. that if they're not, you know, if they're not careful, the things that they watch and the things that they are exposed to can create an energy within them that just pulls them down to such a level of sadness that like they feel the sadness of the world. I'm definitely an empath and I have to do things to clear my energy because if I'm, if I'm allowing all of that in and some people say, well, well, what do you mean? Isn't that nice to be sensitive? And you know, what are you saying that people should be like Teflon and with all the problems in the world, don't we need to be aware? And well, of course, but like, if you are too frozen to do something or to like take action or to function, then it's not helping anyone. So to get to that level of like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm just so fearful. I'm filled with anxiety. If that's not like cleared from your energy, you can't be productive. So it's important to really be aware of everything that's going on, but also be aware of how it affects your energy individually and what you can do to regulate it and clear it. And that's when like tools, like simple Reiki tools that I teach are very helpful. Like sometimes I was never somebody who would meditate. And like for years, I'd hear all these great stories about, oh, meditation is so wonderful and find this place of stillness and you're all set. And like, mm-hmm. I would pull out the cushion and get the candles and I would try to meditate. And I just, it just wasn't working for me. I'd sit there and I'd start thinking of all the things I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't a good tool for me. And for me, when I started to learn simple, like, breathing techniques or in Reiki, when you learn Reiki one, you learn some simple hand positions. And those hand positions for me became like scaffolding, like choreography. And I had always been like a dancer. And if you taught me a dance with steps and choreography, it was easy to put those steps together and learn it. So when you're given some tools and you're in that space of like, oh my gosh, I'm just feeling so anxious and frozen, and you can actually do a few breathing techniques to change the flow of your energy and get unstuck, and then you can also learn some hand positions to help you get unstuck, it's really a game changer because you realize that in just a few literally seconds, 
you can shift that and you can shift yourself from that space. So um, in answering your question in a very long-winded way, I think that there's there's tools and techniques that you can learn that are, I mean, I can tell you two simple ones right now without right. even seeing the visuals. Like one of them is um, five count breathing, which is the simplest breathing technique I've ever learned, where literally if you can count to five, you can do it. So if you breathe in and you inhale through your nose and you take a nice breath into your belly for the count of five, just simply like one, two, three, four, five, and then exhale through your mouth for the same count of five, one, two, three, four, five, those 10 seconds, the five on the inhale and the five on the exhale make one rotation of just simply 10 seconds. So if you do three of them, that's literally 30 seconds. And in 30 seconds, you can regulate your nervous system. If you do six of them and you literally spend one minute, that's been scientifically proven to regulate your nervous system to a point where it's bringing down your heart rate. It's making you feel more calm. So if you think about just taking one minute to breathe and doing that like every hour, and you think of how beneficial that could be to each of us, it's really just such a simple tool that, you know, we all have the ability to do that anytime and we could help ourselves by taking that one minute. So even the craziest business business executives, sometimes I go into the city and I do presentations for executives and corporations. And I came from the corporate world. So I know how important those tools are. I worked in television for many years and it's very hectic and fast paced. And it's easy to say like, oh, I don't have time for any of that. You know, (laughs) if I have time today, I'm going to go to the gym. That's how I'm going to spend my time. But to just literally even sometimes look at the clock and say, hey, within this hour, I'm going to take that one minute and I'm going to do that breathing technique and then make time for it every hour, every other hour. It makes a huge difference. And then a Reiki hand position that I can share with you is if you place one hand on your heart, it doesn't matter if it's your left or right hand, and you place the other hand on your belly button, these two points in energy healing, your heart and your belly button are two very crucial energy centers. Your heart center is your chakra that controls the upper and lower chakras. And you don't need to know anything about the chakras, but you just have to know that your heart's energy is the most important one. So if you take a deep breath and you imagine you're breathing into your heart and then exhale, And then you take your next breath and this time you breathe into your belly and you exhale and you just keep kind of imagining that after you get into a rhythm of filling your heart, filling your belly, you can just start to do them both at the same time that when you breathe in, the energy is coming in, it's moving through your heart, into your belly Your belly is your power center in Reiki. It's where you hold your power and your confidence. And so taking a nice deep breath and igniting the energy of your heart and your power and then exhaling 
When you can synchronize that energy and you can put a little bit of your heart's energy into your power and you can bring that energy of your heart, that unconditional love into everything you do, that becomes a beautiful flow of energy. So just that simple moment of one hand on your heart, one on your belly, connecting with unconditional love and your power and synchronizing that energy. That again, if you do that, even just for one minute, you're making a big, huge difference in the flow of your energy and you're balancing your um, chakras in a really powerful way. That's wonderful. And those are tools that anybody can, can use and do. So it's so helpful. Yeah. That's, that's the thing about, you know, Reiki is literally for everyone. I, sometimes people get intimidated. They say, well, what's Reiki? And Reiki by definition just means light energy. Rei in Japanese means light and ki means energy. And you're just connecting with the piece of you, the light within you, which is literally like the living piece of you, the living piece of everything in nature, the same energy that brings the sun up in the sky, the same energy that moves the clouds, moves the waves in the ocean. When you can connect with your key, you can move this energy. You can bring light to your energy field. And it's really a way of regulating that life force energy and feeling more powerful, more connected and connecting with that power of that unconditional love that moves through you all the time can help you feel less anxious, less stressed, and bring you to that space of letting in the positivity, letting in the light. I love that. That's such a great explanation for people. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast today. I wanted to ask you if um, you wouldn't mind sharing your contact information if people want to work with you. Sure, absolutely. Um, You can find me through my website, which is ronsero.reiki.com. It's R-O-N-C-E-R-O-R-E-I-K-I.com. That's my my last name, ronsero.reiki.com. And also I'm on Instagram at ronsero.reiki. And uh, I have a Facebook page as well. That's Run Sarah Reiki. And if you mention the podcast and you say new beginnings for the new year, I will like to offer you 20% off on any kind of Reiki service, whether it's a distance healing. I also do Akashic readings and manifestation coaching. So uh, there's a lot of energy offerings that can really help you in the new year to get to a space where you can connect with positivity and new beginnings. Wonderful. And thank you for that offer for people that are listening that are interested. That's wonderful. Thanks. Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on. Before we sign off, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners? Well, I just really want to wish everybody a happy and healthy new year. And I want you to realize that you have the power, as Napoleon Hill said many years ago, that if you can believe it, you can achieve it. So I really believe that when you really believe in yourself, if there's something that you can 
can believe in, it can actually come to be. And I know that sometimes people just kind of lose faith and lose hope in, in, you know, in these times of darkness or in these times when things are feeling kind of grim. And I just, I just really feel like when you can allow yourself to connect with even just a little bit of positivity and you could start to really imagine things and imagine a future coming from the world of television where it's all about creating stories and, you know, being on sets and seeing stories come to life. I really feel that Reiki and your energy is, is very similar. It's like where you all are right now is the story of your life that has come to this moment. But that doesn't mean that this is the story doesn't have a next like juicy chapter or you can't create the, the, you know, the shocker or the happy ending or the plot twist. And I I really think that when we start to see ourselves as creators of our own life story and we start to feel empowered to make those changes and to believe that the things that we believe we can achieve, it just, it just is a very exciting way to kind of look at life. Thank you so much for sharing that, Vicki. Really appreciate that. Sure. It's very positive. And thank you so much for the discussion today. It's, it was very uh, upbeat and positive. And it, I wish also wish you a happy new year and you know, just having all the best for you in this thanks. year. Thanks, Dawn. And thanks so much for having me on again. It's great. You're welcome. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too. Susan, you remember the time we were in Orange County? We were driving around and we got lost. And we ran into this place called Avila's El Ranchito. You remember the place? The place had awesome decor and authentic margaritas. Did you know that Avila's El Ranchito has been around since 1966? They have 13 locations throughout Orange County. Visit Salvador Avila's location in Lake Forest and Foothill Ranch for great food, ambiance, and specialty margaritas. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein.